Oh, how the turntables, the double-digit curse returns. The Astros scored 12 the night before. They lay a goose egg tonight in Milwaukee. Six runs, nine hits by the Milwaukee Brewers. That's a weird number. Let's talk about this and so many more on tonight's Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HMOHOS on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. All right, that's the attitude. And this was one of those games, it's like, what the heck? And what did I tell you, Eric, the man Heisman, if you listened to this podcast last night, who told you that this was going to happen? It seems like every time the Astros score 12 runs or something like this, they put up a goose egg last time. So Eric, the man Heisman told you this last night. So if you listened to this podcast last night, you saw this coming. You should have known this was coming, and uh, you should have saw this. And so um, somebody told me to do that. So, um, But anyway, so this was a weird uh, weird game, and you kind of saw the writing on the wall. But thank you for being a loyal Locked On Astros listener. Thank you for making a, our podcast your first listen every day would it, um, make us uh, become an everydayer is what I'm trying to say. I threw myself off and uh, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check us out and uh, go ahead. And uh, I know the Astros are not your favorite right now, especially after getting shut out, but go, if you can't watch the game, maybe at, you're at work and you can't find a way to listen to the game. Go and check out SiriusXM. You can catch all the play-by-play uh, all season long on the SiriusXM app. Just go ahead and download the app, SXM, and just go and search Astros. And you can see all the play here, all the play-by-play coverage there. And this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. I don't know why I keep this right here, but this is what you get when you uh, use that promo code. So uh, there's a lot for us to discuss. JP France uh, had a rebound game. The offense was a little MIA. Altuve, what the heck happened to him? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. And then Montero and Yiner Diaz. This was not great games for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, when when things don't go right, they don't go right. And I know we we need to get J, we need to get to JP France, but I mean, we just need to go ahead and tell everybody what happened with Altuve. I mean, because it's not an injury. People are wondering what it is. Um, basically, Chandler Rome said that he was feeling sick and was removed from the game as a precaution. Dusty Baker said to the press. So 
that that just came out literally officially at 9:32. So that's what's happening there. But we talked about JP France having a bounce back game, and JP France did have a bounce back game. Um, I wanted to show some people before we get into it just about his his pitching breakdowns um, and what they look like on the on this on these little metric charts. So the first thing I'm going to show you is where his pitches landed, where they were strikeouts, all the pitches to all the hitters that he's you know he threw cut. Curveballs. Let me go back and pause that. Can we pause this? Yes. No, we can't. (laughs) Well, that is a really quick graphic. So um, I think this one right here shows you, and this should stop if we can. You can, he threw 54 seam fastballs. 95 miles an hour between 90 and 95. Um, He averaged about 93. His curveball averaged 76. And his changeup average 83. Tonight he had movement on the ball like he hadn't had before. He was missing bats. He was striking batters out and he looked good. He limited the runs. He limited the damage. The game was manageable when he left. It was the bullpen who didn't pick him up, number one. And it was the offense that didn't pick him up. But JP France is your rookie that you need to go out there. He gave you five and two thirds innings, Eric. He gave you almost six full innings, um, eight strikeouts. What more can you ask from a rookie pitcher from a bounce back? Got to give this guy some support, man. I mean, we only had five hits tonight. And how do you get five hits against a pitcher that coming into the game had an ERA over five? And now it's he's it's his first win of the season. He only got four strikeouts, but he only gave up four hits. Like what was going on tonight? What was what was happening? Because JP France comes out there, he shoves eight strikeouts, he has a decent outing, and it's just frustrating. I thought this two run, this double digit curse thing was not gonna happen. But this is their first time to be shut out since May 2nd when they did it last against the Giants this year. So they yeah. only have a few shutouts on the year. So there's that. That's the always positive part, I guess. Yeah, and I know it's frustrating, but it's only one game. I'm not going to look too much into this. The positive is JP France did rebound. Uh, yes, he did get the loss. It was his first major league loss. Uh, but overall, he rebounded. The last game, he gave up three home runs. He gave up, uh, what, six runs and three and two-thirds innings. So you, he did exactly what you wanted him to do. The offense was MIA. And unfortunately, uh, you can't do anything about that. Sometimes the offense is going to score 12 runs, have a season high in hits, have a season high in home runs, and just be a very exciting game to watch. And the next day, they're just going to lay a goose egg and a literal goose egg like they did today and just have five hits. And then um, we'll talk about the defense in a little bit. But there's just a lot of issues in in this game overall. But it just... Uh, Parker Ray didn't look too intimidating. He didn't look like he was like Greg Maddox out there or anything. He just looked like the Astros just were off balance today. And uh, it just looked like there was, I I don't know. It's hard for me to put my finger on it, but um, you wanted some more playing time for Mauricio Dubon. This is not how you wanted it. We'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit, but uh, offensively, I guess the big story today is the fact that Alvarez went 0 for 1 with two walks, but he was he took over. Bregman 0 for 3. Altuve did get an infield hit, and so that was good before he left the game. We'll talk about that in a second. Abreu did get a hit. Tucker did get a hit. Pena had two hits. McCormick, Diaz, Jolks all went overs. 
Man, so, um, you know, it's funny, like these narratives people have on social media. Well, when this guy starts, they do this. When this guy starts, they do that. Sometimes when they do the opposite thing that they claim they do, there's silence. There are little crickets. There's not a word right now because I don't want Yiner Diaz to fail. But I thought when Yiner Diaz got in there, the Astros were certainly going to win because Yiner Diaz is the X factor. It's a complete false narrative. It's a complete narrative that people choose to tickle their own fancies, to fit their narrative, to fit their doctrine of Astros baseball. The bottom line is this. Are you saying this tip? A, <laughs> I'm yeah, just this, the bottom line is this. It's a one through nine team game. It's everybody on the mound. It's everybody in the lineup. It's not one catcher. It's not one pitcher. Yes, the bullpen. When I say the bullpen, yeah, Montero was the guy that poo-pooed the bed. And, and Phil Maton had three strikeouts. But before this, two or three outings before this, Montero had been doing really well. And he, anytime this guy doesn't do well, people are going to jump on him. Why? Because he signed the big contract. Signing a big contract doesn't mean that you become the perfection pitcher. Look at the ebb and flow of relief pitchers in their career. They typically have good years, bad years, good years, bad years and that's what they're gonna do and you know Diaz threw behind a runner today he's got the second second or third fastest pop time Martin Maldonado has like the 13th fastest pop time I don't know if you know that um he actually is top 15 in the league I know that's really kind of 50 percent but look Diaz when he came in his job wasn't to win the game for the team but it's also McCormick, Jolks, Dubon, Bregman, and Alvarez's job to hit. Didn't didn't Alvarez get hit by a pitch? Yeah, and uh, it was like right above the elbow, right about because here. it's not showing it on the stat line. That that's why I was asking. Because oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, I it's just, gonna be at the. I bottom. guess I overlooked it. Yeah, okay, I saw it hit by pitch. So he got hit by a pitch. He got walked twice. They were throwing inside him on purpose. They hit yeah, him on, and purpose. they weren't pitching him. After the night before, I would not pitch them either. Yeah, but you don't hit the guy. So me, you know, I guess you don't send your rookie pitcher out there to do that. But I think tomorrow somebody's getting hit. And I want to talk to you all about bird dogs because I need to be relaxed and I need to settle down after this. And probably tomorrow I need to put on some bird dogs because bird dogs is, I mean, these clothes are amazing, guys. I'm not even lying. I can't tell you that after trying bird dogs for the first time in my life, I look better. I feel better. I look great in them. You'll look great in them. And they give you the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants to the golf course, to a meeting, on a date, hanging out with friends. Everybody be like, whoa, you changed your game up, man. What happened? It's my bird dogs. That's right. That's how we roll. We only roll with bird dogs from now on. Why? Because they're comfortable. They have this amazing fabric that will stand up through being washed multiple times. They don't fade in color. And, dude, you can get these liners that come with them. I'm telling you, if comfort is your game and style is your name, then Bird Dogs is where it's at. So you need to go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. When you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Who let the dogs out? We did. Bird Dogs, they're out. Go get them today. The transition between uh, Montero and the rest of the bullpen. Hasn't been going well. We'll talk about Montero in a second. I know everybody's heart sank a little bit once um, once the trainers went out there. Everybody's like, oh, crap, what happened? 
Did they rush him back too soon? Like nothing happened. He didn't make any weird plays. It just uh, Dusty Baker just and the trainer just started going out there. And uh, there was some updates after the game. Uh, what have they said about Jose Altuve? They just basically said he's he felt sick, so they took him off the field as a precaution. I mean, it's that simple. Nothing more to it. It's not rocket surgery. We're not trying to figure out, you know, we're not trying to put in the metrics formula of, like, what happened? Is this some conspiracy from Dusty Baker? Nothing happened. He felt sick. His stomach was upset. He probably ate the wrong thing for lunch and maybe had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Mauricio Dubon took the uh, took the pitch comp from him. Was messing with him. Altuve looked a little looked a little perturbed when he was trying to get the pitch comp from him. Almost like Dubon's like, "See, man, I told you, you wouldn't last, you old goat or whatever." I don't know. Maybe he made fun of him or something. Oh, is that what that but was? Okay. <clears throat> there was some exchange where Mauricio Dubon, I think, took his hat, his hat or something. Yeah. Took his hat to, to to grab the pitch comp, and Altuve like grabbed his hat back and put it on his head. It was all flat. And they're like, oh, I wonder what they were saying. Dubon's probably like, second base is mine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was like interesting. That? Did you like that dinner I sent you at lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I know we wanted Dubon to get some more playing time, but this is not the way. So hopefully it's nothing serious. And I think they said that they're going to evaluate him. But I'm sure it's nothing major. Uh, so it's Jewel says, like Jewel tummy says, ache, yeah, tummy ache discomfort. Yeah, tummy ache discomfort. As long or as no, it's just- not... <laughs> hand elbow knees or toes discomfort we're fine that's right oh hey we could just go with tummy discomfort we need it we need to make a graphic that says tummy discomfort okay yeah definitely in that situation so um hopefully he'll be back in the lineup maybe not back in the lineup tomorrow i'm sure dubon will be um leading off and playing second base tomorrow but uh let's let's start off with ds Diaz, everybody wanted Diaz to get a start. Why are you starting Martin Maldonado? Even though he's been playing remarkably well recently, he's had the home run the other day, but uh, you definitely wanted him to get a start, especially considering he probably caught uh, JP France and triple uh, a. And so I think this was a good opportunity to get him in the lineup. He did not look sharp today. Uh, he missed a block. Uh, he threw, uh, like I was jo- joking on the relevant app, and uh, that's what Jules was saying earlier about dodgeball. It looked like he was playing dodgeball with uh, Oliver Miller, whatever his name is, um, but he threw it at him twice. The second time, there's nobody covering second base. And then it went to center field, and then the runner scored. And so it's like, I think Martin Maldonado, uh, being the veteran leader he is, in between innings like took him aside and like hey kid um make sure when before you throw the ball at second base somebody's going to cover the base that's it well he's a rookie um he hasn't played a lot i know so that might have something to do with it and you know i'm not going to dunk on him in this opportunity or i'm not going to take this opportunity to dunk on him and say haha i told you martin baldonado is the is the better defensive guy, blah, blah, blah. Cause I know what the numbers are. I know what his potential is. I know what this team has said um, is in fact, what they see as the future catcher. They haven't said Corey Lee. They haven't said Cesar Salazar. They've said Yiner Diaz. So look, how about this Astros? If we're going to call someone the future catcher, the future starting catcher, why not give him more than one out of every five starts? I think 
this tonight is the prime example why Yanir Diaz needs to be out there more. A catcher needs to get in a rhythm just like other players. And I'm a big Martin Maldonado guy. I believe in what he brings. I don't think he could do what he does from the bench. I think that's a bunch of hooey and hogwash because we've talked to the players. We've talked to the coaches. We know what they believe to be true, that he's the field general. But Yanner Diaz clearly needs more time on the field. Mm -hmm. Astros are going to have this game. This is baseball. Six to nothing. You're going to give up a goose egg every once in a while. You're not going to score 12 runs every night. Well, this offense isn't. I mean, other offenses may do it, but not the Astros. Because when they score double digits, it is a rule. I think it's in the I think it's in the media guide. It's, I think yeah. on page I it's think it's on a, page um, it's in the kangaroo court. No, it's if, on if, page 69. It says if you score 10 runs or more, the next day you are not allowed to neither win nor score more than two runs. You have to do laps. You have to do laps. You're gonna have to do gassers, you have to do up downs, you have to do burpees. There will be punishments, okay. And like I told one of my teams one year, you will run so much the next day if we lose this game. You'll run so much that you'll wish you didn't have legs the next day because you would not, you not want to run as much as I'm going to make you run. Yeah, coach, and usually they win. Um, it's fun. But um, that's how you motivate athletes. You get them really scared, and they do amazing things. No, but my thing is this. This is baseball. This is going to happen. Montero does need <laughs> – thank you, guys. Hey, you know what, Locked On Pirates? I was actually rooting for y'all. Y'all let us down. I was a Pirates fan today. I was go Bucks. And what happened? Like six to one. Come on, guys. Y'all weren't supposed to follow suit with us. We needed you to keep that one game um, separation between us and the Rangers. But that's okay. We live to play another day. Uh-oh. 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 He's saying, hold on. Well, I'm not going to hold. Dude, I got to keep going because I got these new graphics. I mean, we are big time, baby. <laughs> Yeah, Ethan, you got to get on our level. Uh, I'm just kidding. I know Ethan does a great job over there at the Lockdown Pirates, so go check him out. And the Pirates are an up-and-coming team. Uh, they had a little hot uh, month. Um, they're kind of leveling off a little bit. I think some of their young talents are kind of um, not declining, but they're kind of hitting a rough spot. But I, I still think that the future is tough, with uh, is, is uh, bright with them. But, yeah, like um, like he's saying, the Rangers are tough. And I think that a lot of Astros fans are not understanding how how um, good this Rangers team is. They have finally, it's taken them years to construct this team. And uh, they've spent a lot of money to do it. This is the best team money can buy. They have spent spared no expense, as the guy that built Jurassic Park has said. Uh, but um, so that's what they are. They are Jurassic Park. They are gonna. They're a bunch of T Rexes and a bunch of Velociraptors, a bunch of uh, made up dinosaurs that DNA has been constructed to just destroy the National League and American League. So but, what you have to do is you have to outsmart them. You have to outplay them, and figure out how to live till the end of the movie. So, well. I know how Jurassic <laughs> Park was an utter failure. It was a great, grandiose plan, but what happened at the end? They bit off more than they can chew, and we've seen the holes in their bullpen. And I know we have Montero is the one kind of red light I think in our bullpen, but everybody else has been solid for the most part this season. I still think that this Astros team is way better than the Rangers. Come to me in August 
and let me see where the Rangers are. Come to me in August and let me know if everything is flipped on its head like your finances are right now. Why? Because you haven't used Rocket Money or you're probably a Rangers fan. So if you're a Rangers fan and you don't use Rocket Money, I can't change your mind on the Rangers thing, but I can help you with something else. You get a subscription to something. You get a subscription to, let's say, HBO or or, Fub- or Fubo or you just any kind of subscription-based TV, and then you forget about it, right? Well, you don't realize you're wasting money. Money's flying out of your account. What do you do? Well, you can't keep up with all your subscriptions. Most Americans spend around $80 a month on those things, closer to $200 for most people, and they don't know exactly what it's going to. The raising prices are freaking you out. They're stressing you out. You don't know what you're going to do. So how do you cut your cost? I've got the solution. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away. Over 80% of people that have subscriptions forget about them. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. Manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. All right. So let's go and move on to the next topic, which is something that a lot of people keep on bringing up. And uh, just like a baby velociraptor, it's super cute when it's a baby and then grows up and then it starts killing people. And then it's not so cute. Uh, Rafael Montero has uh, was uh, doing good for a while there. His, uh, he was having some successful innings there, and then all of a sudden, he blows up like he did today. Uh, this is who he is. This is who he's been in the past. This is uh, who he was before the 2022 season. So, But in 2022, he was nails. I, I mean, I know, but we can't like – I know, but why do we just take the bad and the bad? He gave a four runs today, Brett. And he's got a 7.32 ERA. This is May 23rd. This is almost two months into the season. It's beyond, the, it's early in the season. It's, um, he, it's a long, um, there's still a whole lot of the season for him to get into this. Yes, he, um, I'm normally the guy that's like, let's give this guy a chance. And I still want to give him a chance because you've got him for two more years. But it's scary to have this guy in. And I, we were joking on the other podcast. We we're talking about, well, this is not a, a high leverage situation. The Astros are already trailing to nothing. There's nothing that he can really do. He did it. He gave up four more runs and put it really out of reach in this situation. And so his ERA skyrocketed all the way up to 7.32. Right. So it's, it's scary that just how as good as he can look for three games in a row, he can just explode. Just like that. Yeah, that's true. But you know what's ironic about the about the game is that even if he doesn't give up four runs, the Astros still lose two to nothing because they didn't score any runs. So at the end of the day, I think the onus is more on the offense, to be quite honest with you. I, I mean, you you cannot go out and lay a goose egg like this after a 12-run output, after shellacking one of their best pitchers. And then you get some other guy, some last name is Ray, like his name is spelled right. Like his, <laughs> his ERA is through the roof. And you let this guy like like mess with you like the schoolyard bully. That just sucks, man. Like I'm pretty sure that's how Ray like, spells it in Star Wars, too. 
Yeah, but that's Star Wars. That's like a, that's like a sci-fi movie. I'm talking about real life. I'm not talking about naming your kid Daxley or some weird some after some Lacroix flavor. Okay, I'm just saying, like, like how does this guy just own the Astros tonight? It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Bregman. Every time I think Bregman's breaking out of whatever he's broken out of, he he's still he's still not he's not making good contact. He's not barreling up the ball. Um, Star Wars is real life in certain aspects. Yes, it is. Trust me. I've seen it, um, with my own eyes at a, at a Star Wars premiere, um, in actually Hollywood of all places when Phantom of the Menace was, was starting to come out. I saw people who thought Star Wars was reality and they were led by a guy named Chewie and Chewie was about three foot five and he was their leader and they were for the Republic and they were taking on the evil empire. It was quite funny. I wish I could tell the whole story on here, but hey, I don't Brett, know that before I can. we move on from this uh, Star Wars thing, can I trust my girl if she's never watched a single Star Wars? We can't we can't delve into that on this show. We don't have <laughs> a professional on here qualified to add, to talk about things such deep as that. So okay. Oh, what, what's up, Trevor from uh Trevor, the Buffalo, New York Astros fan, Altuve. Had a little stomach bug. We think Mauricio Dubon put some extra hot sauce in his in his lunch and probably upset his stomach because he didn't like Altuve taking back over second base. So that's why we think. So Eric, I'm sorry, we can't. This is not called okay. locked on locked on <laughs> dating issues. This okay. is locked right, on cool. Astros. But Corey Jolks was 0 for three tonight. He had two strikeouts. Chas McCormick didn't hit a single thing. Couldn't hit a plug nickel. Someone's like, why didn't they put Myers in? I'm like, I don't know, because he almost blew up his shoulder last night and hit a triple. Yeah, he's sitting because he needs to sit. Like, we only have two shoulders for Jake. We already repaired one of them. And, you know, Abreu got a hit. He got a single. Hey, man, guy's on base. What's the matter? You can't you can't bring him home, Astros? You know? Pena, two for four, still looked really bad at the plate at the end of the game. So, yeah, locked on the bachelor. Well, you know, uh, we, we might get there at some point. But anyways, I digress. Uh, yes. So definitely uh, a much better game for JP France. That was the positive side. Um, Maton, uh, as always, um, he's making a case for the Astros best reliever this year. <laughs> uh, but um, Montero just continues the di- downward spiral. But um, I guess all we can do is move on. It is a early game tomorrow, and it's a MLB TV watch free game tomorrow. So um, oh, it's wow. going to be uh, Brandon Belak versus Adrian Hauser, uh, former Astros Adrian Hauser, uh, who is uh, Belak is having a great season, one and one, two point eighty nine ERA with nineteen strikeouts. Hauser is zero and zero with the three point zero seven ERA, eleven strikeouts. So uh, if you're looking at um, Astros, have faced Hauser before. Uh, Bregman is batting 667 and three bats with the RBI. Altuve, will he play or not? He's batting 333 and three bats, and that's pretty much all the success here. So, was Adrian Hauser with the Astros in the minor league system? Uh, yes. And I believe he was part of, correct me if I'm wrong, I want to say he was part of the Gomez trade, but I could be wrong. Yeah, because he did. He, that was like 2014. Quad Cities and Tri yes. Tri Tri Valley Tri Tri City Valley Cats. Yes. Yeah. Quad City. Yeah. 
Dude, that's a long time ago. 2014. Yeah, I want to say. Uh, I'm sure the Astros were like, hey, we got it. If you come to Houston, we have a tribute video for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, they did. Were you there when they did the Abraham Toro tribute video? It was like the one. It was like the one. Um, it was like the one. I'm sure like they the did. Uh, the, it was the uh, home the run he did. The end. <laughs> it was that was it. It was the only highlight. Yes. 15 seconds. Abraham Toro, Astros legend, okay. Astros Hall of Fame, Abraham Toro. All right. So I'm going to say that the Astros did not score any runs today. So Eric, the man Heisman says that they're going to score some runs tomorrow. Eric, that was such a layup, dude. That was a softball. Come on. You can't say that was a – you knew there was a double-digit, like, curse. Like, uh, like a, you uh, called There's a reason it. I did that. I'll talk, talk to you about it after. Three, the show, but. three things, three things. Okay, three things are certain in life. Death, taxes, and the Astros scoring zero runs after they go double digits. Those are the three things that we can be certain of. So, yeah, Eric, that's your Whataburger moment. There you uh-huh. go. Um so, hey, guys, thank you all for tuning in. We have we like, look, we enjoy the heck out of you guys that, that watch us. I actually was was at a local establishment and one of the waitresses said that she goes, my mom said, I, I've been watching this podcast for like the last three months and it's it's like nothing but Astros. And it's these two guys. And I think they're from Houston and they talk about the Astros all the time. And she goes, really? Who? And she goes, she showed it to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know those guys. They come into our restaurant all the time. And she was like, oh, they're like really cool, regular guys. So I didn't get the mom's name. But thank you so much um, for following us on, you know, YouTube. Uh, for those of y'all that are new listeners, thank you for hanging out with us. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find Eric the Man Heisman, Eric Talk Strohs. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Let me tell you, we have a blast doing this. We want you to be an everydayer. We want all the listeners of the world. We want all 8 billion people on this planet watching our show. So y'all take it easy. Let me tell you, man, this summer we got some cool stuff coming up. Live shows, giveaways. Be looking out for Jose Altuve giveaway coming up this next week. All right. Go Strohs and become an everydayer. And uh, make sure you make us your first listen. Go Strohs. You got to get her to watch Star Wars, man.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.